Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Grit, Fitness, and Performance podcast. Today, we have a super special guest. Um, this is actually her idea to do this whole thing. We have uh, Gina Remini with us, and we are basically going to highlight her as a client for the next whatever, three months or whenever Memorial Day is. So however long that is from today until Memorial Day, we're going to be tagging along like a True Life episode on MTV, if you guys are old enough to remember that show. And we're going to follow along and we're going to see if Gina has what it takes to get results from where she is now until Memorial Day. Um, So as always, I'm your host, Chris Sanchez. And if you guys enjoy the podcast, leave a review on whatever platform you guys are listening on and give us a follow on social media at Grit Fitness and Performance on Instagram and at Grit Fit Perform on TikTok, I believe it is. And then visit our website and just tell all your friends about us because um, we're super cool and we think you're super cool. So, Gina, thanks for taking the time to meet with, I was going to say us, but it's only me here. Um, how are you doing today? I am good. Yeah. How are you? Uh, I feel great despite a pretty shitty night of sleep last night. So I think I'm going to crash pretty hard. I mean, surprisingly, I actually slept really well last night, which for me, that never happens. Wow. So. Well, then you should be ready to go. Exactly. Yeah, this should be a great <laughs> podcast. Yes. Let's see if that holds true <laughs> in the next 30 minutes. Um, so, um, like I said, we're here to talk about Gina's progress and ups and downs and everything that she's experienced up to this point in her life, I guess, with regards to health and fitness. And then uh, we'll talk about what needs to happen in order for her to get results going forward. So why don't we start um, all at the beginning, Gina. Tell us a little bit about yourself, background information, and uh, where you currently stand with your current health markers. Of course. So as you said, I'm Gina. I am 31 years old. Um, I am a buyer for a retail company. So spend a lot of hours in an office setting. Um, Where I'm currently at with my fitness goals, I would say that I have backtracked on where I was. Um, I talk about like three months off from working out, completely let my diet go. So I am starting all over essentially from, you know, where I was, let's say a year ago. So what happened three months ago that you just fell off the bandwagon? Yeah. So um, it actually started probably six months ago when I took a new job, Mm -hmm. new position that I knew was not, I was at that company for two years, knew it wasn't the right place or fit for me, but went back for a large chunk of money. Mm -hmm. Um, And from there, my mental health just went insane. And with that came my fitness. It went downhill and I just completely lost control with my eating habits as well. So I would say in the very beginning, the first three months, I was still trying to work out. Then the stress and everything from work got to me and I just let everything go. And here I am. Gotcha. Okay. So talk a little bit about um, where you were before you took this job. Um, Yeah. Were you in a better position health-wise? Yeah. So, you know, it actually started while I was at that job previously. I was at the, I was so large. I was the biggest I've ever been. I hit a number on the scale that was very scary. So during COVID, I decided to just go on this new health journey. Um, I lost 45 pounds during COVID, um, quit that job, was in an amazing mental health state, started here at GRIT. Um, was the lightest I've been since high school. Wow. 
uh, had a pretty low body fat percentage in my opinion. Um, and then I kind of started creeping up once I went back to that company. Gotcha. Okay. So work basically was a main reason for, Oh yeah. gotcha. Um, so now that you've, I guess, quit the super stressful, whatever you would, you know, describe that job as, and now you're at your new job. Mm-hmm. Have things changed for the better? They have. Yeah. So I am making working out fitness and my eating a priority. Um, this new job, although I am driving two hours each way to this new job three times a week. <laughs> um, Where is it at? It's in, in Secaucus. So I'm Secaucus. driving off to Secaucus three times a week. Um but, you know, being in New Jersey, being surrounded by my friends and family, um, being here where I've been working out where my gym is, it's it's really helped. Uh, in this new job, it's a lot less stressful. It's a lot less workload and pressure. Gotcha. Which is really nice. Um, so I'm able to, you know, as I'm driving up, I started to, you know, make a plan like, okay, this is when I'm going to eat my breakfast and at this time and... This is what I'm going to eat in X, Y, Z. So I've been really focusing on that gotcha. um, starting this past month in January. So now when you were at your old job, mm-hmm. did you feel like you had any sort of, I guess, like support structure? Or like, was it almost like you were isolated? Yeah, I was isolated. And I think that's a, like originally what started me gaining a whole bunch of weight too. Gotcha. Was I was so isolated. Then I turned to food as comfort. Right. And for me, I'm such an emotional eater mm-hmm. that if I don't have like a support system wherever I am, I'm going to turn to food and that's going to essentially be my support system. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people are in that same boat. And I know if you guys um, listened to the episode yesterday with Matt, which if you haven't, it was a very good episode. You should go listen to it. Um, but we talked about the same thing of having that support structure and how much environment actually plays into you seeing success and it can really make or break it. So it makes me happy to hear that you're in a better position for, you know, in terms of your mental health and your physical health, mm-hmm. because, um, like I know you took the job for a, a big chunk of money and then, you know, it's hard to say no, like when it's right there. Yes. But then I think you start to realize that it's like, there are so many other things that go into an overall kind of like healthy approach to life. And like, obviously being able to support yourself financially is a huge piece of it. Um, but at some point, there may be like, you know, a tipping point where it's like the money's fucking great, but oh my God, there are so many other things um, that are just tipping the scale in the opposite direction. But it makes me happy to hear that you're in a better spot now because obviously that's what we do here. Yes. And we want to make sure people are in a better spot. Um, so that that's good. Um, and the new job's going well so far? It is. Yeah. I mean, fingers crossed, knock on wood. It's <laughs> It's doing well. Um, we'll see though. You never know what's going to happen. I've started on the ninth of this past month, so I haven't even been there for a month yet. Gotcha. But what I noticed immediately was that my coworkers, like those people that I'm working on a day-to-day basis are so friendly. Yeah. And that is key is yeah. even like your work environment. It, once you're surrounded by great friendly people, like regardless of what the workload is, I know it's going to turn out. Definitely. Really great. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, now, one of the things that you said is you have a two-hour commute four days a week or three days three a week? Three days a week. Three days a week, and then you work from home the other two. Yes. Okay. Now, having that two-hour commute, and then I am going to assume you have a desk job, kind yes. of? Yes. Yeah? Okay. So what are you doing to kind of offset all that sitting in a day-to-day basis? Mm-hmm. Um, just because, in my opinion, this is one of the biggest hurdles that most people face when it comes to dropping fat and losing weight is they think I worked out today like that's fantastic but then I sat on my ass for 12 hours and it basically just cancels each other out so I'm curious to hear what you do or how you're approaching this in the next three months to Mm -hmm. basically make sure that's not an issue yeah it's awful sitting at a desk all day long I can imagine um so my main strategy and I don't even know if this is a strategy because it's just what I naturally do but I'm constantly drinking water okay so literally like every 30 minutes i'm walking to the bathroom so that is what i'm doing <laughs> well i mean it's not a bad st- you're, you're essentially killing two birds with one stone <laughs> you're drinking a lot of water which is fantastic not a lot of people do that as well especially if they have a, a desk job because they're just sitting mm-hmm. and the, the need for thirst isn't readily apparent but that's fantastic because you're, you're what, what are you getting up every 30 minutes basically? Yeah, I'm constantly getting up because I will, I have a 30, I think it's a 32 ounce or 64 ounce, whatever my hydro flask is yeah. out there. I am drinking like seven to eight of those just during the work day. Like when I am constantly drinking, when I say that, I really mean that. Like I am constantly drinking because <laughs> I also get bored at my desk too. Yeah. So like I want to walk around um and interact with people yeah and i have one of my best friends works at this company so i'll walk to her desk if she's in the office try to talk to different people um also we have a lot of meetings so just like trying to go up and down i take this uh, the stairs instead of the elevator it's good um so i'll never take the elevator at work i'll always take the stairs so i'll go up and down the stairs multiple times throughout the day okay between three floors um it's hard, though, because there's not much you can do. I don't have a standing desk. I think that would be helpful if all offices give you a standing desk. I would agree. Because um, then you can do something with your legs, essentially. Can you buy one? Um, I cannot. So it's – they're weird. Um, my offices are weird like that. So you can't bring something like that in, at least where the companies I've worked at. Yeah. It needs to be approved through, like, the facilities and whatnot. Um, if you have a doctor's note, they'll give you one. So maybe I'm thinking about trying to get a doctor's note, but I can forge a pretty mean signature, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) which is a shame because I feel like a lot of businesses and companies should provide that for, I mean, like it's, it's only going to benefit them in the long run. You know, your clients are going to be healthier. They're going to be happier. They're going to have less aches and pains. I would imagine insurance costs are going to go down for that company Correct. because their clients are not con- you know, constantly going to the doctor and needing this. And maybe even sick days go out because, you know, they feel better. Their joints are moving better. They don't, they're not throwing their backs out or whatever. But, you know, unfortunately, this is the world that we live in. But, mm-hmm. hey, maybe on Monday you go to work and you go straight to the big boss. And you're like, listen. It's got to change, and I am the trailblazer. I mean, I've done that a lot at companies, so and if anyone's going to do it, I am. Okay, good. That's your next job then, walking desks or walking desks, Um, (laughs) standing desks. Um, Okay, so what are your – what are your current goals right now, short-term and long-term when it comes to your health and fitness? 
short term. I don't necessarily like to look at pounds, but I know I gained 10 pounds that I've really, that's really been bothering me. My short term goal is just to get that off, get back to where I was prior to three months ago. Um, So I would say that's my short term goal. So what does short term mean for you by when? Short term is going to be by Memorial Day. I think I'll lose those 10 pounds way before, but I also need to be able to maintain. And that goes into my long term goal is being able to maintain all of the work that I'm doing and don't backtrack like I consistently do my whole life where Mm -hmm. I'll lose a lot of weight or get into a spot where I feel really good and then ruin it because of some outside force. So now your short-term strategies, do you feel that they are like really intense and really hard or do you feel like you can maintain them going forward? Because that's a big piece of it. Like if your strategies are balls to the wall like let's fucking do this for three months and then after that ends you regress then you're gonna run into that problem so what's your approach like currently i would say it's a happy medium okay from a working out perspective i am someone who actually enjoys working out so i could work out two times a day every day and be fine and some people will think maybe that's intense for me i enjoy that so from a working out perspective like totally fine there it's for me it's the eating okay so right now i would say eating's a happy medium okay i am i am not necessarily counting my calories however i completely revamped my diet where i'm eating a lot of vegetables i'm a vegetarian and so i'm eating a lot of tofu Mm -hmm. and that's basically it for my meals whereas before i was you know maybe it was a salad but i was putting bunch of like croutons in it or I wasn't really focusing on the bad stuff that I was eating now I'm really focusing on okay I'm trying to eat as clean as possible but again not really counting my calories and then I'm allowing myself to cheat every now and then so during the day at work if it's three o'clock and I craving a piece of chocolate I have chocolate covered almonds like I'm allowing myself to eat one or two of them yeah um, otherwise I know I'm going to fail because when I do extreme, I know it doesn't work for me. Yeah. I've tried it so many, excuse me, times in the past. Um, and it, I can never sustain it. I always then end up gaining more weight than what right. I was set out to lose. Yeah. And that's the thing with like, I always come back to using the biggest loser as an example is because their methods are so extreme because it makes for fantastic TV. Yeah. And what ends up happening is these people lose a ton of weight, but a ton of it is muscle mass as well. So when they lose weight and then they fall off the bandwagon and then they gain a bunch of weight back, they're basically fatter and less muscly than before, which is such a vicious cycle because then they do it again. They go these extreme measures. They lose weight, including muscle mass. When they fall off, they gain more fat. So they're basically... In terms of body composition, they are becoming fatter and fatter every time that they do this. So it's good for me to hear that you are finding that happy medium and you're allowing yourself to cheat every now and then. And like I'll tell all my clients, I'm like, listen, you have to take an 80-20 approach to health and fitness. Not just your diet, but like health and fitness. Because if it's 100 all the time, you only have so much willpower. Like it's been proven willpower runs out. And one day you're just going to fucking snap and you're going to crush a box of Krispy Kreme donuts and then you're going to wash it down with like melted ice cream and just drink it like a shake. And that's where you don't want to run into. Like 
a lot of people think that if they fuck up one day and they have a bad meal, like an unplanned cheat meal, whatever it is, you know, you went out with friends and you drank two beers and you had four tacos. They're like, oh, progress is ruined. And then, you know, they just binge completely. It's like, no, not really. Like if you if you have a budget and you overspend by $15 one day, are you going to go out and buy a fucking big screen TV because you went $15 over budget? I might. Yeah, you <laughs> might. <laughs> yeah. Ask Gina about her tipping story at oh, uh, Pinsetters if you guys ever run into her. Um, but good. It makes me happy to hear that. Um, and one of the things that I want to do here, because I think it's a an important part of actually getting results is making results like letting people know that this is going to happen because it gives you accountability. Like mm -hmm. if you let people know that, Hey, by Memorial day, I want to lose 10 pounds. Then they're going to hold you accountable. When, you know, when Memorial day rolls around and you haven't lost any weight, they're going to be like, yo, Hey, what's, what's going on here? What happened? So I'm going to take this opportunity. Gina is going to lose 10 pounds by Memorial day. So if you guys yeah. want to, send her direct messages on Instagram at Gina Remini. Is that it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Just make sure she's staying on track. Follow her. And then obviously we're going to be posting all that progress and whatnot. But I just set it in stone. Memorial Day weekend, whenever that is, 10 pounds, it's going to happen. It's going to be fantastic. Um, what about long-term goals? So what happens, let's say you get down 10 pounds, which is going to happen now because we just made it known to the world. What happens after that? Yeah. What are your long-term goals? Long-term I mean, obviously, I want to be able to maintain um, the weight that I lose. I want to be able to, for me, it's long term is being able to, whenever I put something on, not have to worry about it. I put it on and I feel and look good. Mm -hmm. And that is really like my long term goal is not necessarily like what is on the scale or my body fat percentages or whatnot it's me feeling good in my own skin yeah um and I know that's going to come with a lot of hard work um I definitely know I need to gain a little maybe a lot more muscle than I currently have mm -hmm. um I do know I have to lose a bunch of body fat but that is really my long-term goal is just to feel and look good for me internally Whenever I put something on, not having to change my outfit 20 times a night when I'm going out because I'm like, uh, I don't think I look good in this. Right. So just having that, I think, mental, um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I, so it's just, but, so it's just more of a, a mental thing in terms yeah. of feeling good in your own skin Correct. and not having to worry about like, oh, I don't like the way this fits or, you know, I'm self-conscious in yes. that regard. Okay. Mental confidence. Mental confidence. The word I was looking for. Well, I guess. And that's, you know, I'm, that's what I'm working on. Like I'm working on four, I'm keep on telling myself I'm working on four healths this year, mental health, physical health, emotional health, financial health. Okay. And that is my main focus this year. Um, and I'm working really hard, hard towards it. Well, good. And I'm really serious about it. So I think it'll all happen. We'll you, see. Yeah, I mean, you are very <laughs> serious. You're the one who approached me about doing this podcast and tracking your journey. So. Well, I mean, we needed to revamp your Instagram. <laughs> it was getting a little out of control there. <laughs> well, yeah. So it's it's tough coming up with new stuff every single day. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So now the one question I do have for you is as a vegetarian, I know this comes up a lot, um, intake of protein. Yeah. Do you feel like you're getting enough? Do you feel like you no. struggle with that? 
I really struggle with protein okay. being a vegetarian. Yeah. Um, for me, I struggle in the sense of I know where to get my protein being a vegetarian, but it's when when you eat meat, you can do twenty thousand things with chicken, right? You can make twenty thousand different meals, of course, whatnot. Yeah. You know, when I eat my tofu, yes, some can say you can put whatever on the tofu to make it taste, you know, different, but it's still not the same. (laughs) Um, I kind of always have been a vegetarian my whole life. Um, I occasionally ate chicken when I went out, Mm -hmm. maybe had a hamburger when I went out, never cooked it myself though. Got it. So I think I've struggled with this pretty much my whole life. Um, So it's been like a long-term thing, me dealing with protein, getting enough protein. Got it. So that's what I'm really trying to focus on right now. Whether I want to eat it or not is focusing on how much protein I'm getting, making sure the meals that I am eating have protein in them. Um, Because before, like for lunches, I was constantly eating salads, but there was no protein. I mean, there's always protein in vegetables. It's very small. But I wasn't adding anything in there that was a substantial amount of protein. So that was one meal every single day that essentially was how was it benefiting me? Yeah. Um, Now, is tofu like your main source or are you mixing it up in terms of like, okay, I had tofu for whatever lunch and then I had some whatever rice and beans for dinner or is it like tofu? Like that's it. So... I do eat a lot of tofu. I know what works for me and my body is uh, eating very low carb. So I try to watch my bean intake. Gotcha. Because they are also very high carbs. They are. Um, But this week I did mix in some beans. So I had like beans and vegetables and like with tomatoes and whatnot. Right. Um, I'll also occasionally cook like the Beyond Beef products. Which I know there's a lot of p- opinions about those type of products. Sure are. Um, but for me, if I want like some type of ground beef uh, substitute, that's perfect for me. Um, or like a sausage, I'll cook that. So and those have pretty high protein intakes too. Um, but I would say tofu is really my my number one. I also do enjoy eating tofu. Um, Again, I know a lot of people don't, <laughs> and I get it, but for me... I've only had it twice, and I oh for two. I had it, I Let me tell like... you something. The best, and this goes against everything that we're saying, but the best tofu you could ever eat is at a Chinese restaurant, and it's like fried, and it's in like the general, was it General Tao's or whatever? Sal's? I don't know how to pronounce whatever it. Whatever it's called. Yeah. Get that. I'm telling you, you'll be an instant tofu lover. Well, you can deep fry anything and it'll taste amazing. Know, you can so deep fry good. a turd and be like, mm, it's not that bad. You know? <laughs> Are you eating turds now? I mean, if it's deep fried, <laughs> you might give it a little bite here and oh, there. Oh, God. Yeah. Or like you ever seen at the fairs, they have like deep fried butter. Ugh. I don't think I could do that. No. No, I don't think I could do it either, which I don't understand how they do that. How does it not melt? As they freeze soon as it. it. Oh, they freeze it first. Yeah, like fried ice cream. Which I never understood how they did that either. Everything is like frozen solid. Then they dump it in. Deep fried ice cream is amazing. It is really good. Oh my God. I love that. I had it at, I think a Don Pop. 
I don't, have them at a Japanese restaurant. Oh, maybe that was what like it was Like hibachi. At. Yeah. They always have fried yeah, ice cream. It was and fantastic. that's So like Asian um, fried ice cream is way better than like Mexican. Like a, cause it, like some Mexican restaurants have it too. Yeah. But Asian fried ice cream is the way to go. Yeah. Um, having said that, don't eat a lot of that, Gina. No. Um, cause <laughs> it's not that great for you. Um, what about, um, like supplements, protein supplements? Um, are you dabbling in any of those to help you kind of hit your numbers? Like protein powder? Yeah. Um, so I bought a whole bunch of different, you know, like the single packs of protein mm-hmm. powders to try because I also, when it comes to protein powder, I buy vegan protein powder. Right. Um, they all they as you can imagine don't taste as well as let's say like a whey protein powder. Right. So for me, I also struggle with that. Um, I used to every single day drink a protein shake. Every single day, I used to be very good with that. Um, but I stopped drinking whey protein and transitioned to vegan. Yeah. And that's what I'm struggling with. So I'm trying to find right now the right protein powder that I can mix with water that tastes good Um, because I don't want to keep on mixing it with like almond milk or soy milk because that's added calories. I really don't want to drink. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm just curious. I mean, I don't think there's a necessarily a right or wrong answer to that. Um, But I just know for a lot of people when they hear so-and-so is vegetarian, like, Oh, where are you getting your protein and whatnot? But it's also a really big component to actually, helping you stay fuller, build muscle, burn fat, um, and basically get the results that you're after. Um, now having said all of that, I think we talked about your diet pretty in depth. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's your current exercise routine looking like? Yeah. Um, so I'm coming here to grit two times a week. Mm -hmm. Um, I train with Matt at 6 a.m. So I do that two times a week. I do reformer Pilates one time a week. Mm-hmm. I do boot camp typically here at Grit on Saturdays. Skipping that today for the podcast. I appreciate am. that, Gina. I am. No. Um, and then I'm doing Matt Pilates here also at Grit on Sundays. Gotcha. I am also looking to get into... Um, like aerial yoga, like something that's fun for me. I like to try new things that yeah. are fun where you don't necessarily feel like you're working out right? to add into my routine because where I'm struggling is the days I go into the office is really hard to try to figure out when am I going to work out because yeah. I'm wa- already waking up at five to leave and go drive to the office and then I get home at seven. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking for, you know, something to do on Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. So I found this place in Belmar that does, like, aerial yoga. Um, they do, like, Lyra hoop, not- which it's, like, the hoop that hangs in, like, the sky. And you do whatever. You do not the sky. Oh, my God. In the air. <laughs> and you do your exercise on them. They have, like, pole dancing classes. They just have, like, a whole bunch of fun exercise classes they have like one of the bungee i forget what it's called but it's like a bungee yeah. that hangs from the ceiling and it's attached to you it's like resistance training right. and then you're doing all of these movements as i don't know it's very cool and they have classes that are at 7 30 at night which would be perfect for me because that's I, another thing is trying to find a place that 
stays open late by the yeah. time I get home from work. Um, so I'm going to add that into my schedule on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Nice. And I think it's it's good to hear you say this because I literally we had the same conversation yesterday with Matt when I asked him what is he, you know, what do you do for workouts? And he his response was he basically didn't have like dedicated like cardio workouts, which I feel like that's what that's what people think of when they say like, mm -hmm. "Oh, I need to work out. I need to get on that bike for 30 minutes." And let's be honest, it sucks. Like no one enjoys like just sitting in one i mean some people do and they're murderers and that's a red flag in my opinion yep um agree but like having fun is a huge part to making it you know a consistent part of your routine because if you're having a good time you're going to come back to it and the most important part to seeing results in terms of health and fitness is making sure that it's something that you can do forever you know what mm -hmm. i mean so if you can't see yourself having fun and enjoying yourself and coming back and you know doing it um, and making new friends or whatever it is that, you know, floats your boat, um, you're going to struggle to, to basically see results. Um, now I'm, I'm curious, kind of going back to the whole like desk job thing. Do you track your steps? Um, I don't track them. I mean, I have a Apple watch, which I think tracks it for yeah, me, but I don't necessarily look. Okay. Yeah. Which is an issue. I know for a fact, I don't hit 10,000 steps a day unless I'm in Disney world. <laughs> then I can hit 30. Well, yeah. Or unless you live in New York City. Yeah. I mean, I lived in New York City for 10 years of my life. And that's when I was the healthiest I've ever been. Probably because you were I walking walked everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, 15,000 steps. Easy. I never would take the subways and or public transportation when I lived in the city. I literally would walk everywhere, whether yeah. it was 20 blocks, 30 blocks, or five blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's something that we're sorely missing in today's yes. um, society. Um, okay. So now one of the questions that I always like to ask people, cause obviously we preach it here. Um, so was strength training something that you did prior to coming to grit? Yes. Okay. So I've always had a personal trainer. I would say since I was probably 20 years old for me, I always struggled. I knew that weightlifting is what I needed to do because, again, cardio for me. I played sports my whole life, played soccer my whole life. I was constantly doing cardio. Mm -hmm. But for me, where I wanted, how I wanted my body to look, I knew that I needed to weight train. Um, but also for me, I knew that when I went into the gym, I would just not know what to do. I would be like, okay, I would look up exercises and routines the night before but for me it was just such a struggle yeah to because then i'd get like i have a lot of anxiety because then i get anxious if someone was on this machine or using the weights that i needed i couldn't in my brain figure out what am i going to do instead of that yeah <laughs> it was just so hard for me like i had a set routine and if someone was ruining it then it messed up my whole workout so that's essentially why i got a trainer um, and I got a trainer originally in a very small gym because mm -hmm. I just wanted him to focus on me. Right. Um, and I've been with a trainer, I would say ever since. So since early twenties off and on to now. Gotcha. Now, what are some of the changes that you've noticed, um, when you started making strength training a priority? Like did, I mean, before you started, um, were there any big changes, unexpected changes? Talk a little bit about that. Well, 
things that were sagging prior no longer sag. Always a good thing. <laughs> um, I I just feel stronger. I yeah. I know that my th- my strength. <laughs> Gina just ate a fly or something. No, I, I don't just, know what just happened. I just spit on myself. <laughs> um. I don't know where I was even going because I just got so distracted by that. Strength training changes. Yeah. Got stronger. I got stronger. Um, that, yeah, I completely lost my train of thought Great. after Next spitting on myself. But <laughs> strength training, I noticed, yeah. What, strength. So what would you what would you say to women who are hesitant to start strength training? Because I feel like maybe not so much anymore. I feel like it's starting to come around and the tides are changing where strength training Mm -hmm. is kind of more of the thing people are kind of gravitating to, but there definitely still are women out there who are like, no, no way. Don't want to do it. What would you say to them in terms of trying to change their perspective on strength training being that you're a woman Mm -hmm. and you've done it? Yeah. You know, I would just ask them why are they so against it? Um, because to me, I've never really heard anyone give a good reason why they're against strength training. Yeah. So I think they're just afraid in general because they're intimidated. Right. They think it's something crazy for some odd reason. But, you know, I would say to that, you never know what's going to happen in your life where you could really use the, the strength. And, you know, for example, one of my best friends recently diagnosed with terminal cancer. She has never done anything any type of strength training and she is so weak right now Mm -hmm. she can't even pick up her one-year-old daughter right and I just like always am talking to her about this I was like why don't you start exercising why don't you start lifting weights build your strength back up I think that you're gonna just feel so much more better yeah um and I just always think that if she would have consistently trained prior to this diagnosis like how would she be feeling right now right would she be as weak would she be able to pick up her daughter yeah um yeah no, I, I mean that's obviously an uh, an extreme and very unfortunate yes. example but still holds true to a lot of a lot of uh, i'll say you know people who are, are healthy so one of the things that i've noticed with a lot of women when they come in here and they haven't strength trained and then they go through six months of it or six months of it and they start to realize like hey i'm not really bulky you know like yeah i put on a little bit of muscle but those muscles basically equate to just better curves you know what i mean like you don't yeah. look like a man like you you basically just upped your sexiness and your quality of life is better because you can literally just handle business now like that's the only way to kind of phrase it you know what i mean like i i feel like women for some reason don't understand because I'm saying women because <clears throat> men aren't afraid to weight train. Yeah, Women think that they're going to look like a man, but they don't understand that you need to put a lot of other stuff into your body. Yeah. Some in of it's order, not legal Yes. <laughs> in order to look manly. Yeah. Whereas if you're just strength training, that's not going to happen yeah. naturally. Like our bodies cannot get like that naturally. You, We need to add... Yeah. Bajillion other things into our body. And you can look at anyone who does CrossFit. Like those are not normal female bodies. They are doing so much other stuff to get them to look like that. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's the extreme end of the spectrum. Like those women 
lifting weights and working out is essentially their life. Correct. Like they are doing it That's multiple all they're doing. times a day. I'm sure they are eating a ton of calories. Yes. Um, like way more than the average woman. And then who knows? I don't know if there's any drug use involved. I don't follow bunch of supplements. I mean, I'm sure. So like that's an extreme. And I feel like that's the fear that most women, Mm -hmm. they're like, I don't want to look like that. Like, oh, that's not the way I want to look. But like you need to work so hard. And you, I mean, like you can't even fathom how hard that is to get to that point. Um, So I just think it's, I think once women start strength training and then they start to realize like how much better their life gets without the negatives, the perceived negatives that are going to come along with it. It's just like a whole, it's Aladdin. It's a whole new world. (laughs) That was beautiful. Um, I've been told I'm the songbird of my generation. So thank you. Um, So I think we already kind of touched on these next two questions in terms of like, are there any lifestyle factors that are kind of impacting your chances of success? Um, we talked about your job. We talked about, you know, the commute and whatnot. Um, but outside of those things, do you feel like there's anything outside of the gym that's really affecting your ability to see success by Memorial Day? As of now, I don't think so. I'm in a really positive place um, in in all all aspects good with my mental health have a really great support system Mm -hmm. with friends and family surrounding me um which i think is really good and i've recently started hanging out with people who are really also into fitness always a plus which is amazing because if i want to do a class or go for a hike or do whatever i know that they'll say yes um, so for me, I think that I'm in a really good spot to succeed or I know I'm in a really good spot. Um, and I'm very determined. And for me, when I set my mind to something like I know it'll happen because it's just who I am. going to hold you to that. Yeah. Yeah. Watch. And I'll prove gonna... anyone wrong who doubts me. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Um, yeah. And you're going to be sending me pictures and updates and whatnot. So yes, people will be able to follow along correct um, if they want to see it so we'll be posting that stuff on social media um other than that i mean is there anything that we didn't touch on that you feel is important to address i don't think so great i Um, just i would say that i think ever start ever since i started to work out here I've definitely noticed it, noticed if I can talk right. Oh my gosh. Um, Positive changes in my body, which I would say from other trainers, I didn't really see before. Mm. So that's also really encouraging for me. Yeah. Where I was pre before I gained these 10 pounds that I don't like to talk about. I know that I'm going to look 10 times better once I lose this and get back to what I was doing. Um, Just because the workouts that Matt has me doing, um, I definitely, they're definitely making a positive impact to my body, which is nice to see. Absolutely. Yeah. So just from a, a, you know, an aesthetic standpoint and then just from a quality of life standpoint too, like I I don't feel enough people or like, I'll, yeah, I'll say enough people appreciate kind of the, I made a post about this once. It's like, the results from health and fitness are like an iceberg. Everyone, the tip of the iceberg is the aesthetics. I want, you know, a better looking butt. I want 
abs. I want toned arms or whatever. But the stuff that's underneath the surface that you don't see in terms of like your joints getting healthier, your quality of life going up, your um, blood pressure going down, your blood markers improving, like all of those things are a result from all this too. And people don't appreciate it until, you know, something changes in their life, you know, where it's like, oh my God, like my, my knees used to hurt when I used to walk up and downstairs. And now they don't. And it's like, well, yeah, that's because you made strength training a priority. And it's just like so many positives that are wrapped into that. Um, so I think, and again, to circle back to the whole like women's strength training thing, I think if they looked at it in terms of like in that lens of like my life is just going to improve 10 times better. And especially for like moms out there who are like carrying kids and I've got two kids and I carry them and it's like they may only weigh like 15 pounds but you hold that baby for an extended period of time gets heavy gets heavy and it's like and the, the more able bodied you are to handle those things it's just the better and the happier you're going to be in the long run um so having said all of that so one thing that i like to do when i have people in here and i didn't tell you about this just because i like to surprise people with it oh, we didn't do it with matt yesterday because we ran out of time I just like to ask fun questions just okay. to get to know you as a person. Go ahead. Don't overthink these. Okay. I've never read these questions before in my life. So okay. I don't even know what I'm going to ask oh, you. Oh, God. Rapid fire. Okay. And we're just going to see how your brain works and thinks. Okay? Oh, gosh. I'm afraid of what I'm going to say. Nah. I, well, maybe. These seem like pretty <laughs> pretty innocent questions. Okay. Okay. You ready? If animals could talk, what animal would be the rudest? Oh, cats cat yeah cats are fucking assholes my mom's cat is the worst cat cats. on the planet yeah she would it's terrible would you rather have no nose or no arms no nose why because i want a nose job anyway i hate my nose <laughs> so you just want to look like voldemort pretty much okay who would you prefer to have as a roommate a goat or a parrot a goat goats are fucking rude did I ever show you the video of a goat <laughs> headbutting Nolan, my son? I don't know, but I want to see that. Absolutely trucked him. <laughs> it headbutted him a square in the chest, and he fell down. Parrots are annoying. They're going to, like, wake <laughs> you up, and they're going to be like, ah. <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, what Disney princess would make the best spy? The best spy? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know, but my favorite is Cinderella. So we can just say my favorite princess is Cinderella. Cinderella. What smells better, fresh cut grass or bread baking in the oven? Fresh cut grass. What is your dream job? Nothing. <laughs> that's, that's actually a very, very good answer. If you, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? To be invisible. Does pineapple go on pizza? No. You're wrong. It absolutely goes on Ew. pizza. It's, 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 I'm Italian. We don't uh, do that. Did you ever see that picture of, um, <laughs> it's from a movie. They're like holding Joe Pesci's face and he's like, he looks like he's in a lot of pain and anguish and someone just Photoshopped someone putting pineapple on a pizza. Oh God. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> uh, it just made me laugh. Um, okay. Last one. If you had to relocate, where would you least like to live in the world? I mean, Probably like Middle East or Russia. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good answer too. <laughs> um, what about if you could relocate to anywhere you would love to live? Are we talking U.S. or abroad? Anywhere. I I would love to live in the U.S. in California and in abroad Australia. A lot of things that could kill you there. 
We're in Australia. Yeah. Oh, I love it, though. Yeah. Good day, mate. Um, okay, last one. If you could invite three people to dinner, living or dead, who would you invite? I'm afraid to say this one answer because people are going to be like, what the heck is wrong with you? Now you absolutely have to say it. No, I don't know. People are going to be like, there's something mentally wrong with you. (laughs) I need to know what it is now. (laughs) Okay. I mean, listen, there's no right or wrong answer, you know. Um, Living or dead. Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Because I'm obsessed with her. Um... This is a hard one because there's so many people. I would say, can my can my grandparents be combined as one? Sure, why not? Marilyn Monroe, my grandparents, because I'd love to have dinner with them again. And oh man, I know we're not supposed to pause on these things because no one can see me moving or thinking. Yeah, it makes it really awkward I when know. there's like long silences. I know, but this is a really hard question. I'm having trouble with this. Okay, I'll just say Marilyn Monroe and my grandparents. Okay, solid answer. Um, well, with that, we'll wrap it up here. Okay. Um, any closing thoughts there, Gina? No, I'm just really excited to get on this new journey. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to watch everyone else at the gym. I know I'm not doing this six week fitness transformation, but Mm -hmm. just seeing everyone else be very serious about it, I think is awesome. Oh yeah. They're taking it. Yeah. I think it's really awesome. Um, and everyone's just supporting each other, which is really nice. And I think that here at the gym, everyone should just support each other, be friendly to each other and congratulate each other when they start seeing everyone's results so i think it's awesome yeah it is definitely and that's i mean that's kind of what we strive for here and i think everyone here is in that same boat i agree which is nice yeah um which makes getting results that much easier yeah but anyway gina thanks for taking the time to sit down and chat skipping a workout unless you're just gonna go do it right now i was gonna do it but i don't know there's two minutes left so Mm. probably not oh i thought you I, i meant it like 10 Oh, no. I'll probably go food shopping and buy all my healthy foods for the day. All your tofu? All my tofu, beyond beef, and vegetables. Cool stuff. Well, thank you again for taking the time. Um, And then to everyone listening, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.